Welcome everyone, we're about to begin by Hashem Shalom Bayer Shir number 218. We always tend to see everything from our own point of view, and that's the most natural thing in the world, that we what we perceive is what we believe is the reality of any given situation. But as we know, every other person in the world sees things differently, that is has a discrepancy between what you see versus what that other person sees. And to understand the dynamics of any marriage situation, you need to enter the mind of both parties. A husband only knows his own mind firsthand. Same goes for the wife. She only knows her mind firsthand. They have their internal experience with the way they think and they feel. And part of the avoided, part of the work of marriage, more than in any other relationship, is truly to try to understand the other from the other perspective and not just shift your own perspective on your wife or on your husband, but to really see their point of view as well. And when you lack seeing that point of view, that increases the likelihood of having quarrels and anger, resentment, and so on and so forth. Um, and, but when you master the ability of trying to learn to truly see the other person's point of view, you will become ultimately more passionate, more understanding, you'll do more chesed, and you'll save yourself and your spouse from a tremendous amount of agamas nefesh and avoid so much machlekes. So you need to sometimes ask yourself, with my spouse's life history, what does this mean to him or her? With my life history, what does this mean to me? And when you know, you know, you, 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 um, when you marry your wife, you know your in-laws, you get an idea more or less of how your wife grew up and the wife to the husband too. And as each one learns about how they grew up and what their household looked like and what they used to do and, and what the dynamics are, you develop a deeper understanding of who they are and why they are the way they are that removes a lot of the judgmentalism that comes uh, from just not understanding where the other one's coming from. And um, the way um, Real, uh, Rabbi Dessler pointed it out is as follows. He says in Mechtab Yo, in Chelek Dalad, page 243 to 245, he talks about this. Zal brings this down also in his Sefer on Marriage. The Rav Desla said that to develop the habit of seeing other people as they see themselves, and all anger, all hatred, all quarrels, all come from the fact that a person views the situation from his own perspective, fails to see himself from the viewpoint of the other person. So for example... If a poor person asks someone who is wealthy for a large donation, the wealthy person might view the request as insolent, as being insolent and become angry. And the poor person feels insulted and perplexed. And the poor person thinks to himself, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave this rich guy so much money. Why doesn't he share what he has with me? And they separate with an ill feeling. But if each one would try to understand the position of the other, even though they may not agree, 
but the majority of the conflicts and complications could be avoided. Seeing the things from the other point, person's point of view will have a tremendous ratio on your personality overall. Since all the traits that deal with how you relate to others are dependent on this concept. And in your dealings with other people, you don't you just use cold logic, you take it into consideration the emotions and the individual personality of the person. That's more or less what Robert Destler says. And um, it, he also brings down the Repliska, the Bia Hagra on Mishlei, Perek Chavav, Pasik Hey. And the Vilna Goyen says as follows He says that when you talk to someone who thinks differently from you, and especially if that other person you feel is being irrational, try to enter that person's world and answer him according to his line of reason, reasoning. It's important to remember not to reply according to your own logic, but in the way that is consistent with his distorted way of thinking in order to ensure that your communication will be accepted. Now, an interesting um, story to see how this could work in, a, in, a, in, a, in an extreme to actually help a person is a famous mushal that Rav Nachman Bresov brings down, and, and it's a tremendous insight, so I just want to share it here. Uh, he brings a mushal about a person that became deranged and uh, in, insane in a certain way and took off all his clothing and went under the table. And when they asked him, why are you doing this? The, the person said, he's a chicken. And everyone tried to convince him that he's not a chicken, tried to get him out of it, to snap out of that insanity. Nothing worked. And he was constantly, he was under the table without clothing, making these chicken noises, behaving like a chicken. Till finally, Nachman says this as a muscle, and, and no one could help him. They tried and, and couldn't get through him. Finally, one wise person did, did, did as follows took off all his clothing and went under the table with that other person. He says, what are you doing here? He says, I'm also a chicken. And then, quote-unquote, as being a chicken, that other person slowly, um, uh, they brought him food, he started using a, a, a fork. The other person that was deranged somewhat says, you know, chickens don't eat with a fork. So he goes, but this chicken does. Till slowly... This person who went in to help that other person pretending to be a chicken and then starting to eat and drink and then do do healthy things, it brought the other person out of his uh, mental, you know, negative state and brought him back to himself. And the only way he did it was actually going down and pretended that he was a chicken like the other guy. And that's how he was able to help him. I know that seems like an extreme example, but the bottom line is, is that very often, and this works also just in general, when you macar people, when you want to teach people, when you want to inspire people, you need to get into their world. And that's the way you reach them. And certainly with your own spouse. 
you look at, especially very often, your spouse, husband, or wife generally is a very reasonable person. And all of a sudden you see that in one particular area, they're very stubborn about something or they deny something or they, you know, you know, you know, they're, they're blocking out something or whatever it is. And you're wondering like, what, what happened over here? What is this, what's going on over here? And very often you assume it's just some mean spiritedness or whatever, but in reality, maybe they're afraid of something. Maybe there's something deeper going on that's bothering them. And that alone, the study of that and being done like Havschus and, and understanding as much as you can on, on your husband or wife's different point of view will create compassion. Even if you, even that, that's true, even if you never will see things eye to eye with them in particular uh, parts of your marriage and the way you feel. But you'll definitely get a greater understanding. And um, he brings a nice anecdote here. He says that uh, some women have told me that they wish their husbands would read a few books on marriage, and I have, an, but I have the opposite problem. My husband reads everything he can on the subject, but he makes one error, and it's a major, major one. He tries to follow what's written in each book as if the rules and suggestions were absolute Tyrim and Ashamayim. He follows, his following of these rules is like a, uh, is similar to the type of strike where employee goes by the rule book. Uh, there they show, per, they purposefully follow every bylaw in the way that slows everything down and spitefully causes inefficiency. My husband means well, it's just that he's inflexible and understands everything to in too literal a manner. When I complained to him about this, he would say, but it says in the book that I read that women would appreciate this. And one day what happened was is that he came home with an expensive necklace that to me um, seemed ugly. Why did you buy this? I asked him. And the husband said, I attended a shear, how to treat my other wife. And the speaker said that at times your wife may once something strongly, but will feel uncomfortable about asking directly for it. And I asked him, like, what? And he said, like an expensive necklace. So right after the class, I ran to the jewelry shop and brought this necklace to you. And uh, the wife said, I, I, I told the husband, I don't have a problem with asking you for what I want. We have different tastes, so please ask me what I want before you buy a gift for me. And the husband, there was an action. He said, no, you're wrong. You're supposed to appreciate the necklace I brought you. And the wife felt ex- exasperated because the wife is saying she, she, he doesn't notice who I am. He doesn't try to find out what I like and what I don't like. And I wish he would understand that in a marriage, his tastes and feelings um, are different than mine. And he's very close-minded about it. So what, what the guy in the shear said may be true to most people in general, that a woman would appreciate, a wife would appreciate a necklace, or, but I'm different. And my husband should know this, and my husband should accept this. And um, so that, that's an important thing, to learn about each other's likes and dislikes to understand where each one of them coming come come from. And very often, they're different personality types. And that's why, you know, it's just my personal opinion, I happen to love personality types. I know I'm Nagea Bedover in a way. But very often, 
learning about different personality types and understanding what personality type your husband has and your wife has removes so much tension by just understanding the way they are. But as is Hashem, at some point in time, I would like to do separate shiurim on the nine types of the Enneagram, the 16 types of the MBTI, in the framework overall, but specifically in the framework of marriage. That when a husband and wife, a lot of the frustration that they don't understand and the constant things that come up because they don't understand that they have a certain personality type, and once you read up on it and you understand it and you see the motivation as to why they behave that way, it takes away so much of the um, confusions. And that doesn't mean that there won't be challenges and it won't be annoying or frustrating at times. But by knowing these things, by knowing the basic personality type of your husband or wife, and that's the way, that's what makes them tick. And that's why they feel insecure about this and that's why they get defensive about that as a natural thing, You, it takes away so much of the t- tension because you begin to understand that, yeah, they're not perfect and yeah, they could work on themselves and so can I, but they're not doing things to, to aggravate you and there's a reason the way they, uh, they are the way they are. And the more you study these things with the purpose of trying to understand each other it will it, it makes a tremendous ration and it enhances marriage greatly that's why i feel if you learn personality types the right way and you get to identify what your type is for the you know generally speaking and your wife's type it takes away a lot of the agmas nefesh and a greater understanding and they each integrate to understand each other's perspective better, and it's a beautiful thing. So the kitzer, in a nutshell, what we talked about in this year is the idea of, you know, in a way similar to what it says in Perkiyavis, that don't judge your friend until you reach his place, until you reach his situation. Now the truth is, You'll never be in another person's shoes completely. That's impossible. But when you try to see things from your wife's perspective, from your husband's point of view, that uh, is a great way to enhance shalom bias, prevent distress, prevent quarrels, and it creates a, a, a feeling of goodwill towards one another. Have a wonderful day.